Around 33,000 years ago, in what is now Baden-Württemberg, in southwest Germany, but which was then a frozen wilderness nestling between great ice sheets, somebody picked up a piece of mammoth tusk and, probably crouching by a fire to keep warm, began carving. When finished, the figure they had made was only 2.5 centimetres, or less than an inch, tall. Tiny though it is, it is immediately striking, and also a little puzzling. It stands on two legs, in a pose easily recognisable as human, yet it has a lion's head. Precisely what was done with it remains a mystery, though it was clearly the object of much attention. Over time it became polished smooth from being held by fingers. Eventually, whether deliberately or by accident, it was broken into pieces and left deep in a cave of the Holofels. Here it remained until 2002, when it was discovered and carefully reassembled by a paleoanthropologist, Nicholas Connard, and his team. Why should we be interested in this tiny lion person? It is one of the very oldest examples of figurative art yet found. It also holds another first that, to my eyes, makes it much more intriguing. It is the first clear example of religious art. It provides the earliest evidence that people believed in supernatural beings. Can one really have an idea what beliefs people held 33,000 years ago? The answer, perhaps a little surprisingly, is yes. Why, one might ask, should we be interested in what people believed so very long ago? Put simply, beliefs have a way of enduring. Despite the claims of religious visionaries across the ages, I would suggest that there is no such thing as a new religion. Religions are like ice cores. In each, one can find layer upon layer of past beliefs. Beliefs, even from 33,000 years ago, are still present in our world. This book seeks to examine some of these ice cores, to discover how their many layers came into being, and to see how they continue to influence our world, sometimes in the most unexpected ways. Before looking at what beliefs the maker of our lion person may have held, I would like to pause for a moment and consider what one might expect them to be. What would people today, whether they believe in a god or not, consider to be the essential prerequisites of any religion? Paradise would probably come top of the list. One of the chief functions of any religion, surely, is to offer an alternative to the grim prospect of our temporary existence. Almost all modern religions dangle the hope of a happy afterlife that can be reached by their faithful if they follow the rules, at least most of the time. And yet, as will be seen, heaven first appears around 4,000 years ago. This makes it, when compared to the lion person, a distinctly newfangled invention. What then of morality? This, many would say, is at the very heart of all belief. According to almost all modern religions, one's behaviour is carefully supervised by gods, and one's actions will be appropriately rewarded or punished. Yet morality too is a relatively new innovation. It appears, in fact, to have emerged side by side with the idea of heaven. If heaven and morality are not the key elements of all religions, then what is? The answer, I would suggest, is reassurance. From the earliest times, every religion has given people comfort by offering ways, so their followers believe, of keeping their worst nightmares at bay. What these nightmares are, inevitably, has changed a good deal over time. As people's lifestyles have altered, so have the things they most fear. 
It is the changes in our fears, I would argue, that have caused our religious ideas to change. In effect, our need to quell our nightmares has inspired humankind's greatest imaginative project, an epic labour of invention that puts fiction writing to shame. What were people's worst nightmares 33,000 years ago? How can we hope to have even a vague idea of beliefs that existed a full 28,000 years before writing was first developed and human history set down? The simple answer is by making comparisons, by examining peoples whose way of life was recorded in recent times but who led a similar existence to the carver of the lion person. As we will see, humans are unoriginal creatures. Put them in similar locations, give them similar ways of spending their hours and similar needs and fears, and they will generally come up with similar ideas about their world. Studies of hunter-gatherer peoples in recent times have revealed something rather surprising.